This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeff Gardner. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have our good neighbor, Emily Day on. Emily, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on the show. So, Emily, let's get right into it. Tell us a little bit about your business. Tell us the name of your business. If you can share with the audience a little bit of the story of your business. Yeah, so um, I started Flourish in 2019. Flourish is a uh, nonprofit social enterprise floral studio. So we started as a social enterprise, which is a business that has a social purpose. And then within the last year and a half, we became a nonprofit. So we are a regular floral shop, like any other floral shop you would think of. We do everyday orders. We do weddings, workshops. Um, we sell gift some gift products. And we do like funerals, anything like that, any life celebration. Um, but we also have a program where we hire, train, and support women with barriers to employment. So we've designed a three-month to one-year program, depending on the person and their goals, um, curriculum to support them through a transitional uh, work experience. So maybe these women have experienced, um, you know, 10 years out of the workforce or they lack any job experience. They come to us and we provide this uh, transitional experience. So it's a short time temporary time to work through their barriers and kind of work towards their goals for future employment. And so do, so that's very interesting. Um, so do they work with you? Yeah. I mean, I, I just love that trying to help people. I, I do a little volunteering as an addictions counselor on the weekends at a place called Cornerstone to recovery. You just, you just meet, amazing people. It's just a great community. So I love that you're doing that. So for these people that are looking, as you said, have employment barriers, do they work with you? Do you put them on a path for um, experience? Yeah. So so they work with us in our studio and, you know, they start from um, what their capabilities are and work towards goals. So whatever um, we kind of tailor it individually to each person. So we've just, we've recently updated our program into modules. So we have different modules, one on, say, uh, customer service, another one on small business marketing and social media, another one on um, being a florist. So say they, they would like to, to be a florist, um, then we will teach them, we'll go more in depth about arrangements and how you design them and wedding arrangements. Um, but some of them, their goal is to become an administrator or just, just get out of the house and show up somewhere every day on time. So it just depends. We tailor it to what their needs are. And our goal is not to make every young lady or every lady a florist because we know that there's not work out there. Um, but it's more like giving them a safe and beautiful setting um, with a small amount of women. So we, we provide them with like pretty intimate uh, supportive community while they're working through whatever they're working through or gaining confidence, experience, whatever it might be. I love that. So for any, even one woman listening right now mm-hmm. that is maybe struggling 
with purpose, maybe hasn't been in the workforce for a little while, they can come to you and potentially learn how to be a florist or um, along the way to that, that as that is an opportunity, they'll be learning some soft skills to just become more employable, more desirable yeah. to other businesses. I think that's just great. And they, do they work with you personally? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. There's three of us on the leadership team that are permanent staff. So we have um, Lauren, who's our program coordinator, and she works um, hands-on with each one, designs their curriculum, make sure they get it done, um, and make sure they they hit their spots and and that they get the attention that they need. Um, and then I jump in here and there with flower support as well as Abby, our studio manager. Yeah, so they get all of us. Awesome. And yeah. then so they can yeah. be there between thirty and ninety days. Yeah, it depends on the program. So we work with um, a few different organizations in town um, that are like the Career Center, Boreal College, Métis Nation, Careers for Inclusion, Georgian College. So it depends what program they would they could approach us and then we would refer them to one of those programs and then they would kind of do their intake um, through those programs and then they refer them to us. So it depends on the one that they come through, how many hours, how long they stay with us. Okay. And can one of those programs be like a, a full-time kind of nine to five, spend the whole day with you guys kind of thing? Yep. yep. Definitely. <laughs> some are, yep. Some are one day a week, some are six hours a week, some are full-time, some are like one year full-time. So yeah, it just depends what they're ready for. Uh, yeah. And so that's a very interesting idea. I've been in the world of business for a long time and I'm lucky to have a uh, kind of a platform to work and get to know so many business verticals, um, you know, from roofers to lawyers to uh, flower shops to uh, hospitals. And I haven't heard of something like that with a flower shop before. So uh, was that your idea? You just wanted yeah. to give back and help people. Yeah. So I um, started doing flowers on the side 12 years ago when I got married and just as a way to save money. And I liked it. And then I started doing it for friends. And then I started charging, um, you know, put my name on the marketplace and the wedding pages. And I started charging people. And I had a full-time job um, as an interior designer. And that's what I went to school for. And then I just really loved flowers. And I was also supporting women in different ways in the community at um, local uh, transitional housing uh, home. And um, we provided some affordable apartments in our home and at the pregnancy center like over the years. So I kind of had this just passion for supporting women and this passion for flowers. And then one day it's, uh, yeah, it just all came together that I could do it all, all in one. And yeah, it was kind of no turning back from there. So it's, it's, yeah. it's just a lovely thing in life when you have like for me at the addiction clinic, not that this is my story today, it's about you, but yeah. to share a little bit, um, you know, growing and scaling businesses is what I fell into after being in the fitness industry for so long. Still a big part of my life is the fitness industry. And I was just, I was told by a mentor. You know, if you're not giving back in some way, it can be a beautiful experience. So try to get involved. Try to volunteer at a few different places because addiction has been in my family, some friends. I found myself at Cornerstone and um, and learned to be hi there. <laughs> learned to be learned to be a counselor to really help people move through their just life challenges. It's mental health addiction. You wouldn't think counseling and running a business team or learning how to scale businesses would go together, but they do just fit. 
quite perfectly. It's interesting when you're kind of aligned with your purpose, you can amalgamate these two things that seem so different, but you use what you did with flowers and your creative eye and your passion to help women and you just collaborated them together. I think it's great. Yeah, thank you. I think it's um, great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bet. Like I bet. <laughs> That's very fulfilling work. So you've already kind of alluded to some of this, but tell our listeners about your journey. Uh, I know we already went a little bit into how you got into this, uh, why you got into this, I should say. So more about the how and just, you know, a little bit yeah. about your story coming into this. Um, so, yeah, so I... Um, I just, when I decided to kind of rebrand my like side, my side hobby business um, and make it a full-time thing, I um, started out of the house and I, it was during COVID also. So half the time I would put the orders on the porch and wave through the window and people would pick up and we did the whole first year that way. And then um, I had a lot of support too. I'm fortunate enough to um, that my husband owns um, a commercial building. So a spot opened up in the commercial building um, in, um, in Menacing, kind of, kind of between Menacing and Midhurst. Mm -hmm. And um, I, uh, I was able to take over one of those spots and um, yeah, then we just kind of spread the word our social media account up and yeah just put our sign up started spreading the word and yeah we're still trying to spread the word <laughs> we're still trying to grow um and it's funny we find that people local people when we have a market or something we have a market once a year where we bring other vendors and we invite people to the building to see our space um they're genuinely offended when they didn't know that we were there <laughs> because they've lived in in the area for so long um, yeah, so I had a lot of support, a lot of help, and which is one of the main reasons that um, I, I wanted to do a program like this, because I know that that's not true for everybody. Not everybody has um, a large supportive family or, um, yeah, the same opportunities. So, um, yeah. And I also watched my husband build a social enterprise uh, construction company over the last seven years. So while I was home taking care of the babies and working part-time, I kind of watched him go through all the stages. And then once I was ready to work uh, full-time again, it kind of, yeah, it kind of helped me a lot. And he's, he's always there as a coach too, <laughs> when I need encouragement or need advice. Um, yeah. So it's, it was me, but it was a lot of other people supporting me too. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I think we can almost all say that. Yeah. I, I, it, I find it very interesting when somebody says self-made. And I get what they're saying in society, self-made. I get what they're trying to say. But we, we all we all had a village in some way. I am a representation yeah. of hundreds of people, of thousands of conversations. Um, so certainly had help along the way. Real quick, from interior design to flowers, was that it was just an interest? What yeah, I did. It came out of nowhere. Like I, um, yeah, I liked interior design. I liked, I, I guess I've always been creative and I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. And one thing I love about flowers is that, um, you know, the return on your uh, creative investment is a lot faster <laughs> and you have, uh, yeah, you just, you get to create something with your hands and see the result right away. And mm -hmm. I just felt like that's something I could handle running a business and doing. I felt confident um, that I could do everything that people would require um, with flowers. 
And yeah, really, I just, I had more time than money when I got married. So I looked for any DIY things I could. And I watched YouTube videos on how to put flowers together. And I found a, um, a bulk company that would send you flowers. And yeah, so it just kind of started from there. I mean, I was always crafty as a young person, but I mean, that can turn into a lot of different things. So that was really the starting point. Beautiful. And yeah. this, this may seem like a silly question, but I'm always interested in the why behind it. Um, why help people? Why help women? Like, I mean, I, so let me rephrase it. Even just being a business, you are an answer to a problem. So in part you are helping, uh, mm -hmm. but you're going way above and beyond that and providing you're opening doors for people who maybe didn't even know those doors existed, or maybe had many of those, doors closed, closed, um, and that's probably taking a fair amount of time and brain power from you. Why, why, why do it? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I myself am a Christian and I just believe that we are. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> everything in our life is, um, by the grace of God. And I feel like I, if I can help in any way, um, you know, I even hate, answering the question of like, did I think of this? Because I would say it was my lifelong journey leading up to this point. And mm -hmm. it was kind of revealed to me what my purpose would be and how this would all come together. Um, so yeah, I just, um, I want to use, I guess, the gifts and support that I have to offer to others and hopefully give them a similar opportunity and a similar quality of life. And yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I love, it. I love it. Yeah. I, I like how you said, um, what did you say? Almost dislike how you came up with the idea as more as it was presented to you. Life is very interesting that way. Like yeah. You can keep, for me anyways, keep beating your head against that same wall. I'm told this is the way I should be doing this. People tell me I should be doing this. And all of a sudden I beat my head against that wall enough. And then this door opens up over here. Totally right. different. Yeah. <laughs> And you embrace that experience and who knows what can come of it. But um, yeah, it seems like very fulfilling work. So uh, kudos yeah. to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And it's, it's not easy. It's definitely no. not easy. It's uh, you know, running a business is, is hard and running a nonprofit out of that business is also very hard. So um, yeah, it's struggle every day, but it's worth it for sure. So to clarify something for me, is it, two businesses one is for profit one is for non-profit or is the whole thing non -profit? no it's all one it's all one yeah, yeah. Okay. but right now until we can access some sort of um you know government grant supports we are uh supporting our our non-profit um like our our women's program we call it the fresh start program completely mm -hmm. from flower sales so wow. yeah yeah. Awesome. And I, we became nonprofit because I never saw it as being Emily's business. I saw it as being a community of women, you know, um, working towards a common goal and lifting each other up. Yeah. yeah. We love the quote, uh, we rise by lifting others. That's amazing. And a yeah. cornerstone, it's just yeah. rise together. That's our yeah. t-shirt. Nice. When we go to our walks, <laughs> we go to our fundraisers, just rise together. And that's what it is. Learning from one another. One person guides the other, meets the other, learns from each other. And yeah. then you just, you know, with the tide, uh, the community rises. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So although we've already learned a little bit about you and your business and why, a couple of personal questions for you, some fun stuff, some harder stuff. But um, what do you do for fun? 
outside of working with your business, I see your little ones there with you. So I imagine that <laughs> takes up a good deal of time and then helping women and running a business. But hobbies, yeah. interests, what do you do for fun, Emily? Um, I'm a bit of an old soul. <laughs> I like to puzzle and puzzle. embroider. <laughs> and really? we, we like to, uh, we love to walk uh, the trails around um, the menacing Midhurst area. Mm-hmm. And I'm always foraging nonstop always foraging. The kids are foraging. <laughs> We're always ripping vines out of the trees. Doing this puzzle. <laughs> and um, yeah, and uh, yeah, getting together with girlfriends and going on little road trips around the area. And yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Sometimes it's the little things. Uh, embroidering, I have no experience with, but puzzling can be very meditative and yeah. enjoyable. And then the walks, absolutely. I don't think uh, anybody can say they've had too much nature. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And where you are or those trails anyways, uh, it's just a it's just a beautiful area. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we yeah, we have a goal to one day we would love to incorporate some sort of growing flower farming aspect into our business um, because it's just so so many lessons in growing and um, just more opportunity for women to learn. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Caring for something, yeah. nurturing for something, seeing it start off as something tiny. And yeah, I think. For me, anyways, uh, the, the human, I mean, at the clinic on the weekend, just seeing someone go from here to here yeah. and maybe having their eyes closed at the beginning to them being open three months, six months, a year down the line, and now they're helping other people. It's yeah. just, uh, for some reason, us humans love to see things grow. It's very yeah. fulfilling, whether it's yeah. plants or people or animals. It's very cool. Yeah. So that was kind of the lighter question, a little bit of a harder question, which uh, I... I think vulnerability speaks volumes in this day and age, especially. Um, And if we can let people in a little bit, sometimes we can, you know, create that bridge for fostering a deeper connection. So I like to get to know the people. And I think the listeners really like to do as well. So one question I like to ask is, you know, what hardship or maybe life challenge, if you're comfortable uh, answering it, have you had to, were you forced to rise above or chose to, that you know, especially in hindsight, has made you stronger, wiser, has made you help more? Like, what was a significant fork in the road um, that looking back, you're you're happy you chose? In, in yeah, so the big thing that stands out for me is, personally, um, my husband and I struggled with infertility. And uh, so we chose the path of adoption. So we... Um, Still there, Emily? Mm-hmm. Oh, there you are. I didn't know. I think I lost that. Talking because the counting, the count was going up, but. Yeah, sorry. I didn't. So especially it's such a, a pivotal moment in the conversation. I think <laughs> the last thing you said was you chose adoption. Sorry for the, yeah. the interruption. No, no worries. Yeah. So we, um, we chose the path of adoption, um, domestic private adoption, which mm-hmm. is, um, adopting from birth parents who choose a uh, family for their, their unborn child. So yeah, we, um, the, we went through, you know, a couple of years of infertility and then the years of, of waiting and then not being chosen. And then, um, yeah, finally got our, our dream, our little baby girl. And, uh, <laughs> two years later, um, 
well, 18 months later, we signed up again and uh, yeah, we got our son really, really quick. So yeah, very, very grateful for that and happy for the path we chose. And um, we now have open relationships with both of their birth families. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, just very, very happy that we chose that path and uh, something so great came out of both bad situations, our situation and the birth family situation. So yeah. I really appreciate you sharing that. I imagine that was a tough couple of years, but yeah. But to be able to look back in hindsight, two lovely kids, now three families, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That, that yeah. is a very, very cool story. Okay. So to the business, yeah. uh, especially because it's so unique. I mean, I made my assumptions about your business. I knew a little bit about it, but you've now revealed so much more. So what's one thing you wish your listeners knew about your business in particular? Um, I don't know. I guess just that we're different. We stand out. We're a little, um, your money goes a little bit more, a little bit further when you purchase flowers from us. Um, it's, there's a lot, it's working a lot behind the scenes. So not only do you get beautiful flowers, which we put utmost importance on customer satisfaction and beautiful flowers, because we know that that is, um, you know, there's not a lot of money to go around these days. So um, when we do get orders, we're very excited and we're honored and we uh, do our absolute best with, um, with creating uh, arrangements. And um, every time someone purchases from us, it makes a difference and it, uh, it helps support our program. So we're very grateful for orders. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. If I knew the if buying a TV would help uh, feed right. a family or something like that, I may be more inclined to have more TVs. So and that's, I, yeah, that's the thing with social enterprises that you know there's so many there's a, a million organizations out there that are doing good, and um, you could donate every time you turn around to something. Um, so the good thing about social enterprises is that it's a purchase that you're probably already going to make, but it it does a good thing. It mm -hmm. goes a little bit further. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that to just know I want flowers anyways, because flowers mm -hmm. are beautiful. It increases the quality of my life, but now I can know that I'm putting a little bit of goodwill out there, not just to help the business, but to actually impact maybe an individual, maybe a group, maybe a new program. That's yeah. a special thing that you can't get at every business. So I like that you said we're a little different. It goes a little further. Uh, yeah. I think that's great. So last couple of questions for you, Emily, my favorite personally is uh, you or the business or however you decide to answer this, what is the impact that you're trying to leave on the world? Hmm. I think just like letting these women know that they have worth and they have mm -hmm. talents and that um, they can have a good life and they can, they can, um, they have something to offer. Um, yeah. And just know, like, if if they left knowing that from our studio, knowing that that they have worth and they have talent and they have something to offer, and they can enjoy life, uh, even though they struggle with certain things, um, they can overcome, and um, yeah, they can gain confidence and believe in who they are. Yeah, that alone is a life changing mindset to go from yeah. I'm not able to do that to for whatever reason I walk through this door and leaving with that. As you said, if nothing else, yeah, uh, just, just change the life. Uh, that's yeah. a hell. Of, that's a hell of an impact. 
Yeah, we just had an intern graduate and she said, I just feel like I can do anything when I'm here. <laughs> Amazing. Which is great. Great. That's what we want. We want you to we want to draw out what their like what their talents are and what their interests are, like through all the creative things we do at Flourish. Yeah. It's just yeah. a beautiful thing focusing on, you know, what a human can do, what our potential really is, as you know, I think our world is great. There's pros and cons to it, right? There's challenges yeah. uh, there for a reason. But if we can just focus on how to help one another, it's just amazing the impact and how far that ripple effect goes way beyond the community, way beyond the individual. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I really, I really appreciate that. Emily, how can people find out about you? Where can they find you? Phone numbers, address? Yeah. So we are on uh, Snow Valley Road, 1148 Snow Valley Road, um, okay. close to the main Midhurst intersection there locally. And um, we have a website, flourishberry.com, flourish spelled with an E, F-L-E-U-R, um, yeah, flourishbear.com. You can buy all of our stuff uh, on there, reach all of our info. We just released a um, 2023 impact report, which is like 30 pages of info about what we're doing behind the scenes um, just to hold us accountable and share with everyone. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Flourish Berry, and you can call us at 705-733-3093. And we'll help you out. Yeah. Or stop by anytime Monday to Friday, 930 to 330. 930 to 330. Well, Emily, that was a beautiful conversation for me. Thank you for being so open and sharing your story well beyond the business. Uh, so much purpose in there, so much reason. And um, yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Midhurst. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gmpmidhurst.com. That's gmpmidhurst.com. Or call 705-413-3775.